Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal Harrington and Marianne Riley. And now for part two of the conversation. Uh, so that I wasn't in there by myself, but like, and it's in a bad part of Seattle anyway. So you never know if you're going to show up and somebody's masturbating in the yard next door <laughs> or taking a shit on the ground next oh, to you. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to find. Wow. So I wasn't looking forward to going anyways, but the whole thing is, so I, Thursday before all this stuff came down, I realized where I'm at in the, in this whole pandemic, I went into a convenience store and the two women who walked in before me, one was this blonde bimbo who walked in like she owned the joint. And the other was this black lady who neither mm -hmm. one of them was wearing a mask. And at least the black lady had her coat over her nose. Like she was attempting to do something. And they went straight up to where I was at going with the, the fountain to get a drink. Mm -hmm. like the fountain machine and i'm hanging way back to, to wait my and i'm just fuming like these heifers come walking in here like they own the fucking joint and they went to go leave well when i finally went to go to the counter um there was a dude in front of me counting like 15 dollars in fucking change i was like are you you know and it's just like i'm starting to get irritated well the cashier that, that helped the women called me over there and i'm not real feeling going over there but i go over there and i see somebody's soda sitting on the counter and i was looking and the one lady the black lady comes in and again mm -hmm. she's trying to cover her face at least i'll give her that and the cashier looks at her and goes i'm gonna tell you the same thing that my coworker told you we will not mm -hmm. help you because you're not wearing a mask and then this bitch tried to give me the money to ask me to buy it like i'm sitting here buying alcohol or cigarettes for a fucking underage and i snapped I snapped. I looked at wow. her and I said, are you fucking kidding me? I said, we are 10 months into the middle of a fucking pandemic and you can't figure out to wear a fucking mask. I said, look, it's people like you that are keeping this shit going. If you were wearing a fucking mask and the rest of us could finally get this shit over and done with. I said, if you're not going to wear a mask for yourself, at least wear it to protect mm -hmm. other people if you don't fucking believe in this. I said, and I'll tell you what, wow. I'm not going to buy your fucking drink for you. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm a safety professional, so I have a brand new mask sitting <laughs> in my fucking car right now that I will give you if you will fucking wear it, if not for yourself, to save other fucking people. Got it? <laughs> so bad. And okay. So I went out to my car. I went out to my car, and I opened up the my trunk, and I pulled out a box. I had a whole box in there. I had, like, four mm -hmm. boxes of masks. I opened it up. And as her and her friend were driving past me, I whipped it out and I stuffed it at her. I said, wear it for fucking other people if not for wow. yourself, you bitch. <laughs> my car and left. I was so mad. Now, so let's, take, let's take that situation that you just described right there. First of all, mm -hmm. great. I'm proud yeah. of you. And let's, <laughs> let's move that story mm -hmm. to Brooklyn. Someone <laughs> was getting stabbed. <laughs> Like you weren't getting, we weren't getting far into our like monologue. Like, no, you're not getting far with that. Someone's getting mm -hmm. stabbed. Someone's getting shot. Yeah. Someone's getting their mask pulled <laughs> off their face. Like we see that. And the thing is, we see this every day. Um, my mom, actually, the same conversation that we had about the uh, vaccine thing. She told me that she has a client who um, my mom's in construction and she builds decks and whatnot in Tacoma. And she has a client that um, she's working with. And she says every time the client approaches her, she's not wearing a mask. And the people that she's talking to, she's not wearing a mask with them either. My mom and her husband both wear masks. Like she, mm -hmm. my mom doesn't play around with this thing. So she asked, so she asked me, she was like, how do I tell somebody, you know, to, to put a mask on when they're, you know, whenever they're like addressing me or whenever we're having a conversation. And I thought about like all the ways that I thought in my head, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, this will get her killed. This will get her killed. I was like, what color? Like, what's the race of the lady, mom? And she, and, I, and she told me, right. and I was like, I was like, oh, I gotta eat. Oh, this is easy. And I just, I, I tell her, I was like, hey, mom, just, just the next time she comes up with you without wearing a mask, I keep like you, I keep a bunch yeah. of masks in my pocket. Sometimes it'll be like five or six. Um, and I was like, you know, whenever you're talking to somebody mm -hmm. and their breath is bad, and you just yeah, you want one, in your yeah. pocket, and grab some gum, and you chew some, and then you just offer it to them. Mm -hmm. do something like that like be like hey you know what um you know or, or just tell her hey for the safety of you and me um can you wear this whenever you know just because you know i don't want to get sick i don't want to get used yeah. to it. like be polite about it um yeah there are many 
like stores that I will not go to, especially like bodegas that I won't go to anymore because they do not enforce this. Um, and it kind of bugs me because again, when I look at stuff like this, I think to myself, oh, this is the reason why I can't go mm -hmm. on tour or do a comedy show or, you know, exactly. this, is, this is why we can't. And that's how I look at it. It's like, I haven't, yeah. you know, we don't do comedy as regularly as possible. Like Johnny was just saying earlier, yeah. it's illegal <laughs> to do comedy in New York now. Even though people are still <laughs> doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it is in Seattle. Yeah, well, one thing about New Yorkers, and I'm sorry to cut you I off, had but a... one thing about New Yorkers, uh, comics, because there's so many of us, they're finding a way, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the loopholes yeah. and the guy, yeah. like, like a lot of outdoor shows, a lot of rooftop shows, a lot of, uh, you know, bars are closed. I did a show last night, and I was like, um, you know, it's, it's still one of those things, because comedians are crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things, and... It's one of those things we're programmed to do all the time. So when we, you know, there's times if we go a day or a week, you know, every, people are about to kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? So it's, um, you know, yeah. it's, I personally wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like, like being aggressive enough to get on shows during this because I was like, I know that's not the important thing right now. But if I was asked to do a show, I would do it. I'm like, all right, I don't, you know. I think one I turned down because it was in like a small indoor bar and I was like, nah, I can't, that's, I got a family. I can't risk that one. But yeah, but for the most, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But for the most part, if I've got asked to do shows, I've done them and, they, and, and they've been fun. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. Can I ask you a super Me? personal question? Me? How 44. old are you? Yeah. How old are you? What? Yeah. Okay. And I think <laughs> yeah. that that's kind of the difference. I know. I think that that's kind of the difference. None of us, and I'm 51, and I am not comfortable with exposing. I mean, my mm -hmm. my fiance has health issues. I mean, he's he's a big dude. He's diabetic. He's got freaking high blood pressure and all that other shit. And my sister, who now lives with us, is diabetic. Has all these other things. I'm not comfortable with taking a risk. I'm not comfortable. And I got into a huge fight with my 26 year old last night who also lives here. And I told him, like, look, he, he wanted to have a bonfire. And I said, great, that's awesome. You have uh, friends yeah. coming over. Uh -huh. Take yep. it outside. Don't let them come in the house. They're not Nobody comes in my house. And if you're coming in the house, you're wearing a mask and you mm -hmm. wash your hands. And he's like, I'm not going to talk politics. <laughs> and I was like, politics? First of all, yeah. if you come from my body, mm -hmm. are you my child? Politics. Did you come from my body? What the fuck? And I got into, yeah, and I got into this big argument. And I'm like, again, mm -hmm. but he's 26, right? And these, these younger guys, they, it, the millennials, it doesn't, they don't feel like it impacts them. Because, well, you know, the pandemic is only for you old people. Well, I'm <laughs> glad to know that you care so little yeah. about me. Like, I'm offended by this. Like, you care so little about me. And, you know, the people in our household that I'm trying to protect. I mean, you don't get it because you, all these people that haven't had any personal impact from it, they think that this is all some big ruse. This is some big, yeah. you know, conspiracy that, and, and I'm like, please explain to me. Can somebody please tell me who's benefiting from this? Really seriously. I get that there's companies out there like your Amazons and things like that, that are benefiting from that. However, that's, that's an, off as offset, you know, like an offshoot from this. This was not the heart of what's going on. The majority of the entire world yes. is hurting from this. There isn't any nobody's winning. Clear no, winners from this. Winning. I'm. We're all we're all facing. Yeah, we're all facing. And I know the next thing that we're going to come up to is a huge, huge mental health crisis. We're already there because oh, yeah. stop and think about this. Like I am, I have so many wonderful things and I have such a blessed life. I, I really do. I have a lot of things to be so very, very thankful for and all the blessings mm -hmm. and I'm not okay. I, I commented to Jamal and Tata, a cousin Tata a couple of weeks ago that I'm not okay. I am, I'm, I'm tore up mm -hmm. about this. I'm like on the verge of depression and just wanting to scream. I literally want to be like a little kid and throw myself on the ground and have mm -hmm. an absolute fucking tantrum, kick and scream and my favorite, there's not, there's not there. But it's still a reality. And I'm thinking if I'm feeling this way and I have so many amazing things going on in my life that I can kind of redirect on 
blessings. Yeah. How about other people mm-hmm. that aren't doing so good? Yeah. That don't have so many blessings. Uh, right? How are the how are our other people in this world dealing with this and, and surviving? Yeah. And that's the problem, is, is that we're watching so many suicides yeah. and suicide on the rise. Yeah. It's scary to me. No, I mean it it is. It it sucks. No, I agree with you. I mean I, and it's funny because I think about it every day with, with with my job and what I do. Um, it sucks that on top of that, I have to also think about, okay, how am I doing? How am I holding up? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to lie. I find myself drinking my sorrows away more now than I ever have. Um, and then sometimes I tell myself, <laughs> like, I, I, I tell my hey, there you go. So, and sometimes I tell myself, like, you know what, um, you know, if I serve, if we get past all of this, you know, uh, you know, I have like plans of stuff that I want to do, but it's just like now, you know, we got to take it one day at a time, but I, I get where you're coming from. It's like, you know, I, 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 I write jokes and then I get mad when you I'm done with them. You can't try them out. Yeah. I can Unless you put them out. Jokes out. Yeah. And then, unless you, unless you put it on. Any. So, you know, you tweet it. I haven't it or written you, any you jokes. Know, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could do that, but same. at the same time, it doesn't have the same, the same feel. You know, it's like, oh, you guys like this because you just happened to scroll by it and it made you laugh. But how would you have felt if I was... If we were in a room with 60 people and I was on stage on a Friday night, you know, telling this joke, yeah. would you feel the same? You know, I miss laughter. And, and uh, you know, at my job, we, 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 we break each other's balls and we laugh and we, we have fun with it. But at the same time, it's like once we go outside and we see like the mm-hmm. empty streets, you know, on our block or, or what have you. And it's just like, wow, this is what our life is going to be for the yeah. foreseeable future is there an end in sight um i know a lot of people are going to try to blame you know like biden yeah or there's going to be yeah, somebody himself, there's real, people there's point the finger but the way that the way that i look at it it's like you know what with the whole biden's idea of americans wearing their masks for a hundred days um i figured hey you know what that's way more than what trump yeah. has asked us to do as well he didn't believe in it so what yeah he didn't believe in it so it was like he, he set a bad example yeah and that's just it though it's just that a lot of and not only did he set a bad example but he encouraged yes other people and that's why we're in like yeah he absolutely encouraged that and that's why we're in like a war now you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and that's why it's not going to make any difference yeah and this is where it became political. We took something Absolutely. that was scientific and turned Absolutely. it into something political. And it shouldn't have been that way. There yeah. isn't anything. And this is where I, when people, I, when I was in Utah and this cash register, it, I was in Southern Utah in, in just a real rural area. And I was wearing my mask and I saw all the people. I, I literally, and I talk about this all the time. I was literally yelling in the store when people would walk by me not mm-hmm. wearing a mask. I'd start yelling. I don't give a fuck. I don't care who who knows who I am. I start screaming. Stranger danger! Stranger danger! Six feet away! I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> and so people would look at me funny, but I don't care, right? I'm. In, I don't care what your personal mm-hmm. thoughts are. You will never see me again, right? <laughs> but when I was at the cash register, and. She was like, well, you know, and this, it was in late October, she goes, you, or early October. She goes, well, you know, this is all just going to go away in a couple of weeks. I said, I'm sorry, what? And she goes, it's all just going to go away. And I said, mm-hmm. you do realize how viruses work, right? Like the yeah. virus doesn't care. America has an election. <laughs> it doesn't care. You know, mm-hmm. the virus didn't shut down the entire world yeah. because America has an election. Italy, France, mm-hmm. Germany, and they're New Zealand, all they shut down. Like, they're, they're good. <laughs> And they're not taking new people. Too. <laughs> yeah, is, people. They're not taking new why, people. I would go down there. People, <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> I heard someone say the other day that, like, well, Australia doesn't lock down anymore. It's like, that's probably because they follow the rules mm-hmm. and we're doing what the government in, in, in the... Uh... Hold on. What season is it in Australia? I right have now? no idea. It's like summer year round down there because of that lack of. It's, but it's summer now, right? Because they have the opposite, mm-hmm. right? The opposite seasons that we do. So right now in Australia, it's summertime. It's going into their summer. For them, they're in the height of their summer. When we were in the height of our summer, we did our pandemic 
uh, significantly went yeah. down because more people were outside. They weren't in closed quarters. They weren't in buildings where they were having that recycled air. Mm -hmm. They had a lot different environment going on. And it wasn't until things started closing yeah. down yeah. that that's when things started spiking up. Right. So in, in Australia, for them, they're like, good on you, mate. We're outside. Mm -hmm. True. <laughs> Another shrimp on the Barbie type bull. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways. Dude. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was up. Uh, I'm I was, not even I was, try to I was at work and uh I was in the I was in uh, Manhattan and uh we was uh, delivering uh at a at a funeral at a funeral parlor and uh, we're supposed to wear our masks like now at our job they they're making us wear a mask in the building no matter like no matter what keep your mask on even in the vehicles and of course we keep ours when we go into these funeral parlors and they keep theirs mm -hmm. on as well um I was actually uh shutting up the uh, the truck and then some guy out of nowhere came up to me and uh no mask on and i backed out into the street like i first of all he scared the shit out of me because he just popped out of nowhere but then i backed out into the street and i had and then i i had my mask on. i, I kind of like adjusted my mask and he was like hey man like you know what what what, what are you doing why are you adjusting your mask man yeah. i just want to ask you a question and i was like you first, don't, of I don't all, know what you have, yeah. first of all you're not wearing a mask yeah. And you just, you're a total stranger to me. So as far as I'm concerned, there's no question here. There's nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? It was like, look, you're not wearing a mask. You just you just walk up to a total stranger. I kind of have an idea on what you're going to ask me. The answer mm -hmm. is going to be no. Have a good day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what I should have done was take a mask and just been like, here, next time you approach somebody, at least, you know, yeah. act like you give a shit. It's true. Because mm -hmm. I don't, you know? So I'm not going to let no stranger, no kid, you know what I'm saying? These little walking petri dishes like you're not gonna kill yeah. me you know what I'm saying? Like, no it's all it's all insane you know, yeah. So, but yeah there's i mean even uh i you know the other day I, I was going to the train station and these two girls approached me and they were asking me for directions on how to get to Times square and i was like well you could take the train here get off here however um i noticed you guys aren't wearing masks if you ask for a mask downstairs in the because our, our, the, the people in the counters, they'll yeah. give them to you. Like, here's the thing. You don't have to no, you pay really for don't. a mask. You know, right. walk up, a cop will mm -hmm. give you one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a cop will give you one. Um, I, I understand that some of the buses now have, like, these little dispensaries where you just grab a mask up mm -hmm. once you get on board and wear one. Um, so it's just like and, – and even out of state. Like, I, I, was taking, I was in Maine, and I was hopping on a bus, and the guy um, – and I just noticed that there was a guy that was hopping on behind me. He didn't have a mask. And the driver was like, whoa, I can't move this bus unless you put on a mask yeah. and you get off. And yeah. somebody, somebody on the bus had an it's extra mask mm -hmm. and they gave it to him. So, but, but, but again, sometimes, and I've done this many times, I'll walk outside and I'll forget I that did I have that. a mask uh, on. And I've done that. I, yeah, I did that. Yeah, go ahead, I John. went to the store. One thing that, that messes me up when I forget the mask if, if I'm wearing a hat <laughs> and it's weird, like not, oh, yeah. and not a baseball yeah. cap, more like a, um, you know, like it was getting cold, like a scully or whatever. And I was like, oh, I have something yeah. on. And then I remember walking into the grocery store and then, you know, I was just walking, grabbed what I needed to get. It was a real quick, quick run. I got like maybe one or two items, got to the front and the lady's like, hey, how you doing? Where's your mask? I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I forget yeah. my bad. I'm so no, sorry. I, I always I, wear my mask. I just because I had something on my head. I you know it just it didn't it didn't hit me that I wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> and that's again because we're older. We don't think about this because we haven't been so Absolutely. conditioned. Thankfully, it's only been ten months. And I kind of I kind of am happy about the fact that when I forget to put my mask on, even though it's the inconvenience. Oh crap! Mm -hmm. I gotta go back to my car or something. I'm yeah. happy about that because I haven't yeah. been conditioned to wear it all the time. And I keep, and to me, it's a good reminder that someday this too will, will get through this and we mm -hmm. won't have to do this anymore. And wearing that mask, it'll take us a while and we'll gradually, we'll like tape, it's like yeah. a binky. <laughs> we want to suck on it all the time and then eventually we'll take that binky out and eventually we'll stop using yeah. that damn binky. <laughs> you know, eventually. I, I forget my mask because sometimes my beard, <laughs> I kind of like my beard. Keeps me from remembering. 
because I keep it like it's by the door, like when I walk out. But sometimes I'll forget that I don't have one. And then it won't hit me until I get outside and that cold 30 degree uh, air mm -hmm. hits my face. And I'm like, oh, something. Oh, shoot. Or I'll walk halfway down the street and I'll see somebody wearing a mask. And then it'll, I'll be like, oh, shoot, I don't have mine. So I'll just run back and, and get it. But yeah, man, I, I, I put a face covering on because, this, I mean, so far it's helped. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's weird. I'm, I, I drive Uber, so like, you know, I, I'm always have a mask on and whatever. But, um, you know, some, sometimes I like, you know, for the most part, yeah, I'm, I'm conditioned to really wear the mask. But like I said, those instances when I have a hat on, if I go, go somewhere, I also forgot I was taking my kid to school and um, yeah. And my kid who's three, he doesn't like wearing a mask. <laughs> he, he doesn't, <laughs> oh, you know, I, and I understand, but it, it's funny because I see other little kids, they're fine with it. They, they got it on and they walk around. Oh, yeah. and, you know, I have my five-year-old grandson that we take with us and I, I bought a mask because you know, when I was before, when I was just taking him with me, his parents kept forgetting to give him one, and I made sure that I, because they're little fucking <laughs> petri dishes. Let's be honest, they're little mm -hmm. petri dishes, and they're like their fingers are in their nose, they're touching everything, put it in their face. No, you're gonna wear a mask. I'm gonna sanitize you constantly. I mean, you're gonna hate it, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't care because you're not gonna yeah. get all of them sick. I was gonna say real quick though for Jamal and Johnny. Um, when you're in a vehicle, the other thing, just kind of a little safety moment. Let me take a safety moment because I am a safety professional. That's what I do. When you're in a vehicle, do you make sure that you have, like, especially Johnny, when you have your Uber, you have them sit driver in the driver's seat, passenger in yeah, the passenger absolutely. rear yeah. seat. Uh, not behind me. And then yet. windows yeah. crack. Yeah. And windows crack so yeah. you can have that airflow. Definitely. Yeah. You know? And that's something that not everybody knows to have that airflow crack your driver's window and the passenger mm. window so the air goes in through behind and behind your passenger yeah, and out the window. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Yeah. Moments, I mean, you know. if I'm in, yeah, I mean, like, even if I'm in a car, uh, I mean, the last time I was in a car that was even, there's like three people in a car, two in the front, me in the back, uh, and we all wore our masks in the car and we had the window cracked down, um, which is kind of weird because I see people in their cars and like one person is wearing a mask and the other person is not, um, which I'm just, I, which always like, I always question, I'm like, why, why do it like that? But, yeah, um, you know, but then uh, we had a guy come in, um, you know, uh, we, we've had people come in and sometimes we'll have to remind them, hey, uh, you know, we, we have our masks. Well, sometimes people will, oh, I forgot my mask. And I'm just like, well, we'll go, go get it it's in your car, right? He's like, walk outside and go get it. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's right. as simple as that. Because again, it's just like, now again, I'm not like super paranoid about this, but I'm just like, if we all do our part, you know, that, that we just, that's all we have to do. We just have to do our part. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. just, you know, it's just it's, if it became something that became so political where people were looking at it, that it was a, an affront to their personal, and I understand, and I understand, I absolutely understand the the um the thought of somebody trying to take away my personal freedom and especially you know if they, you know there's all these people trying to condition you it's not about getting conditioned this is a temporary thing and we need to remind ourselves when we start getting upset about a lot of these things we start freaking out and I try I personally try and do this is that I remind myself I have that that conversation within and say look this is not forever this is just for now. And we're looking at when we start seeing those numbers going down, I don't care if they're manipulating numbers or not. There's enough people that I personally know who are getting sick. I had seriously in the last three weeks, 18 coworkers. And that doesn't sound like a whole lot when you can, but when you consider that it's, I have less than a hundred people, 18 mm. got sick. And of those 18, only five had symptoms. Wow. wow. Okay. Only five five had symptoms, only five had fevers, only five had the, the traditional mm -hmm. symptoms. Yeah. Okay. This is something that it is happening. It is, and it, it's overwhelming and it's like wildfire come busting through. Remind yourselves, they are starting to vaccinate people, whether I will take the vaccine yet or not. No, because I'm, I'm waiting for a while for, you know, mm -hmm. to have the, 
you know, the efficacy. You don't want to be the first to get everything. Yeah, go ahead and vaccinate. No, hell no. Vaccinate those healthcare workers. Vaccinate those old people. Vaccinate, you know, the high risk. And then as we start seeing that that it's starting to work, the people that are high risk are the ones that need it the most anyways. The rest of us, a lot of the other people who, again, those 18 people think, you know, and every single time another person tests positive, I sit there and go, God, please let these people, please, please, please let them recover. Please don't let this be a fatality. Please don't let this be something severe. Please, because there's just, it's so scary to see all these people getting sick. And then when you do see on on the, when you look on your Facebook and you see your, your feed and you see another person lost a family member or a friend to yeah. it. It gets to be very personal and it gets very, very scary. Oh, it's definitely personal for me. Like it's that de- I, yeah, it's a little, it's starting to get a little personal, but yeah. Yeah. Did you already talk about that? No. Uh, Would you like to? Uh, hey, Johnny, let me ask you this. Uh, I know you got to yeah. dip out in a little bit, but uh, you remember, uh, you remember. Yeah, Kenny yeah I just talked about it. Yeah, that's a, that's a sad one. That's a real sad one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to book Kenny on shows like, like a long time ago. Uh, he came highly recommended from uh, by another stand-up comic. And uh, the funny thing about it, uh, actually, I mean, the best way I could tell you how I found out was um, uh, I, at my job, uh, I saw that there was this casket that came in that the guys in the back had did a nice little uh, customization, and it had his name. It had Kenny Ortega's name on it, but I didn't think. You know, oh, I was like, oh, I know a guy. Named oh, wow. Kenny. They so did a very funny okay. stand-up comic. And I, yeah, so I, uh, and, and, and I remember, and I, and I knew, I was like, oh, Kenny Ortega. And then I started thinking about Kenny. I was like, oh, I wonder what, how he's oh, doing wow. and what he's doing these uh-huh. days, you know? Yeah, because it's just like, you know, that was a name that I haven't even heard of in a while. Um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, I remember Kenny and uh, all these memories just started flooding back. And then uh, I delivered this casket that particular casket to a funeral home and then i later learned that he had passed and it was our it was him who actually had died and uh he had passed the complications from what people have told me was a complication to covid19 and uh and kenny was i mean kenny was a ball breaker i mean he always like he always knew how to you know poke fun at you but at the same time he was he was a good guy and it was very funny and uh, he was, I mean, he was a very, very funny stand-up comic and he had some really good jokes. And it just really, it really, I mean, it really sucked that A, this was the way that I found out, you know, um, kind of like, uh, like oblivious to this whole, you know, um, and it was just, uh, he was a really funny guy. He was a little yeah, bit older than yeah. us actually, but he was so funny. He was my age. Um, like, yeah, Facebook, Exploded when it happened. I mean, they they started a GoFundMe before he passed for his um, hospital bills and yeah. stuff like that. And Kenny was I was fortunate enough to like meet Kenny. Like you know, he booked me a lot for Yonkers and you know, LOL. Well, not LOL, but Yonkers Comedy Club. He was running that, so I was fortunate enough to. I'm not saying we were great friends, but he was. He's a guy that gave. He gave when he didn't have to. Like I. Yeah. You know, and I think that that makes it a, a lot more personal. It doesn't matter if you're good friends with them or not. The fact that you know that you know that person, and one day, you know, you you just kind of go, well, when things get back to normal, when the world isn't as crazy of a place that it is right now, and when we eventually get back to doing comedy, and then you find out somebody that you used a face that you you know you'd see in passing that was part of our normal, our normal life that the normalcy of having these people in our life. And all of a sudden to go, that was another victim to this pandemic. And then full circle, go see some stupid fucking heifers walking into a convenience store without yeah. wearing a mask. And you wonder why we snap yeah. when we start yeah. yelling at them, you know, like what, what are you people thinking? You know, what are you not thinking? What do you think that you have this magic, like protection from this, this like, this pandemic that shut down the whole world or you just think that it's just a bunch it's a ruse and it, it doesn't it doesn't really happen and this is all something that yeah. some conspiracy that the government are the world government is making up mm-hmm. let me let me ask you guys something do you, 
what do you do when you see someone who's not wearing the mask properly? Like they have it over their mouth, but like their nose is not is not covered. I don't know what to do. To be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I don't. If I see somebody not even wearing a mask, I don't. Yeah, care about this. Yeah. I frown mm-hmm. underneath my mask. I do the same. I'm just like, look, you know what? You're doing this. You're doing this to yourself. Well, not only are you doing it to yourself, you're doing this to us. And your loved ones. I don't. I think. I think some people are just selfish and they don't care. And I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Um, but every time I see somebody not wearing a mask, I count the days in my head. Like, okay, this guy is taking how many months of comedy away from me? How many right. years of comedy away from me? So I think about stuff like that. But if somebody like I like I'll walk like sometimes if I'm walking out a block by myself and there's no one there, I'll bring my mask down. But if I see somebody, especially somebody not wearing a mask, I pull it up. And you know what? If they look at me all stank eyed and everything, I'm like, hey, good, yeah. go fuck yourself. You know, like I'm protecting myself. <laughs> well, like you're gonna quick, die soon. <laughs> well, real quick, we're going to. <laughs> I know, Johnny, uh, I know you got to go. And we just want to say thank you so much. We really appreciate having you here mm-hmm. on our Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Um, and be safe. You too. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. And it, real, before you leave, real real quick, before you leave, do you have any social media? Uh, here's Johnny Mac. Here's Johnny Mac on IG and Twitter and my podcast, Room for Laundry, sports podcast. Um, you can watch that on Excellent. YouTube, Facebook. Thank you, Thank guys. you so much for joining us. All right. Get out, All right. Get out of the closet. All right. Be safe. Yeah, right? Have a good one. Bye. All right, man. Bye. That was good. Yeah. McDonald's. Enjoyed talking to him. He was. It was good to have yeah, him. Yeah, man. I know. So, I, I know this has been such a crazy so, scheduling lately. It's been so insane. The, the last time I saw Johnny, we uh, – we did a audition at the Creek in the Cave, which I, which is now closed, and there were a lot of comics. I think there were like, I want to say, I want to say like eighty-five comedians, and I went up seventy-one, and he went up like seventy. Like we waited for a long time, well into almost midnight, and uh, yeah, we just. Oof. And then, uh, yeah, he's a, he also drives as well. So we went to like this other comedy club and we've just been hanging out, man. But uh, I've known him for a, a good long time. He's a really funny guy. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's. I had a dream last night. And it, it was really hard waking up to this morning. I had a dream last night that um, I was getting ready to get on stage. And it was like a, it was a, a packed house, sold out room. And nice. like I was headlining and they were there to see me. And I was excited. I was so excited to get on stage. I'm like, God, I haven't done this for a while, but man, I can't wait to get on stage. I can't wait and I like to, to feel that crowd. And there was a good opener. And it was just such a, an amazing feeling, an amazing feeling to get ready. You know, they were getting ready to hand me the microphone as they were announcing me. I was getting ready to grab the mic and go take the stage. And then I woke up and I was like, is this ever going to happen again? Are we ever going to be able to? to get on stage are we ever going to be able you know and it's it's so hard after 10 months i mean 10 months doesn't seem that long in the grand scheme of things but going through this it just never seems to end and i know the only thing that i can keep reminding myself to keep myself sane to keep myself from absolutely just throwing a temper tantrum is 1918 1918 there was a pandemic they went through the our, our world went through it once already, right? In 1918. And think about this. Stop and think about this. In night, look at pictures from 1920. In 1918, they started wearing masks. Um, in 1919, 1920, 1921. How, how many masks did you see? How many pictures did you see of people wearing masks? How long before people forgot about it? Right? There is an end in sight, but we just know the people that that wear the mask that get so mad at the people who aren't wearing the mask is because we know the sooner we can get this virus under control, the sooner we can stop wearing masks, the sooner we can take those stages again, the sooner that we can go see our friends and hug them and and just be joyful to 
spend time with our loved ones during the holidays and even the the, the family members that fucking irritate us that we fight and argue right with, right you know who knew that we would miss that who knew that we would miss being with those assholes you know oh my god yeah there's Uncle Ben again. I, he's fucking drunk, and he's he's getting to be in his sauce and starting to. I fight. think the big difference between that that pandemic and this one is we have people actively saying that it's it's not real, it's fake. I don't know if there was that kind of thing happening back then. I think that's probably why mm-hmm. it, it went away as as soon as it did, or if it went when and if, if it went away as soon as you know as you would hope it would anyway. It probably lasted several years. And it will take even longer because there's a lot of people who don't um, believe it's real. Well, so there was there was a couple of things that happened with the 1918 pandemic, and one of them being that um, all the the bodies that they saw stacking up outside that they actually back then they weren't burying bodies; they were burning them, and so that right there kind of definitely sears an image into your brain. Um, and then the other thing was is that it was right after. Uh, what was it? Um, right. World War One, that that they were dealing with that. So the economy, there were so many different things that they were dealing with at that time, and when it hit, so that when they were starting to make that recovery, there was no question about the, the you know that this was some kind of big hoax or some you know government conspiracy. Everybody went, no, people are dying. We're watching millions of people yeah. die around the world. And yeah. all we are concerned about is how do we prevent this right. from happening? You know, and we don't have that. We don't have that unified, like we don't have uh, a unified force that is a leader. We don't have a national leader. We don't have a a leader that's pulling everybody together and talking to all the different uh governors in all the different states saying okay here's what we're going to do we're going to unify and we're going to come together and we're going to do all of this together like a, a like a president can't shut down a state but he could absolutely rally the senators together and they could say come together with a, a, and say look this if we do this this and this yep it's going to suck and yes it's going to hurt the economy however it's not going to kill the economy however that's constant back and forth and shutting things down and not shutting things down and only shutting down certain businesses and then not shut. That's going to kill the economy. My, if we come in and add it together and clean it up and wait for that vaccine, knowing that they were doing a vaccine, they were fast tracking a vaccine worldwide, not just for profit, but for actual, they knew the profit was there. They were going to do it in, in a way that they knew would have longevity. That was what was what was the driving yeah. force? I think, well, my, my biggest issue was, because here's was my biggest issue. What was Trump's plan to, like, what was his plan to, to, to uh, for this pandemic? You know, I, I have not heard a plan. I haven't heard, you know, was he just going to let this business as usual? You know, I, I I don't I've never recalled him having a plan where he was saying, okay, this is what we're gonna do, and this is how we're gonna recover, and this is how we're gonna save the lost uh, jobs that the small businesses that we're losing. I've never heard a plan uh, that at all. Like yeah. nothing. It almost seemed like his main like right now his main focus right now is to overturn the election. You know, it seems like they, he's forgotten about this virus because right now, yeah, his main focus. I mean, and considering the fact that again, Giuliani, his 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 attorney, had caught it. So it's like, again, you look at that side, and then I look at the other side. I'm like, well, look who hasn't caught the virus yet, and they've been wearing masks. I mean, not just Biden is wearing a mask. You know, Kamala Harris is wearing a mask. Those two guys. They've had some people in their uh, uh, in their in their staff sick, but those two haven't been sick. Those two have been and those two have been taking this shit really seriously. And like I said before, you know that hundred day mask wearing thing. You may not like it, but you know what? It's an idea. It's more than an idea than you know Trump and his staff has yeah. had. You know, and then and then when you listen to Biden's speeches versus Trump speeches, like with Biden, for the first time in four years, I'm hearing a sense of hope. Yeah. 
you know, I'm hearing a sense of non-division, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, hey, look, yeah. and, and the thing is, I feel like no matter what, he is going to be real. I mean, he's going to be scrutinized, but he's going to be, he, he's got a mess to clean up, you know? Yeah. He's, he's going to have to clean yeah. up four years of Trump and there's not enough disinfectant in the world that can, that can fix that. You are never, you are never going to get those dead people back. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. And, and, and whenever I ask people about that, and again, I ask, there's questions that I've been asking that I still haven't gotten an answer for, at least not a legitimately wise answer, you know, right. for, you know, from the other side. And not, not for nothing, this is, for, this is not a liberal concern. No, I don't give a shit about either parties. You know what I'm saying? Because if Biden's fucking up on this podcast, I'll be the first to say, hey, Biden's fucking up. But at the same time, let's, let's, give, him, let's give him the chance. People keep saying, well, he hasn't done anything in all the years he has been in. Of, hey, you know, he's the president now. Give him a chance. You guys gave a reality TV show star a chance, and he hasn't done shit politically. But you voted uh, for him. You guys want to judge? You want to judge this guy? So I saw something on Facebook today that really I I was so irritated. Like like I said, this is I was reading this crap as I was driving to the my office on a Sunday to go work and disinfect so that people could safely come into work tomorrow. All the people that tested negative on Friday can come in and be safe when they work on Monday. Okay. I, and I don't get paid extra for this shit. I don't, I don't get any extra benefit from this other than knowing that I have a safe place to go to. Mm -hmm. And I saw this was written on some, uh, Republic, uh, Bible thumping Republicans, Facebook. Our country is in trouble. The world is in trouble. We should be praying for him. Franklin Graham asking America to pray for President Trump. Right. And I was like, is this some kind of joke? And I do, by the way, I want to get this person on our podcast. His response was, how is the country in trouble? In January, there will have been 46 different presidents. And for each one, there were people that supported them and people that didn't. Yet somehow we made it through. I'm really trying to understand why people feel Trump has been the savior, especially with all the chaos in our country right now. Maybe I'm missing something. People say it's the economy, but millions of people are still unemployed and going broke. People say it's peace, but our streets have been flooded with protests and more racial tension than I've ever experienced right. in my lifetime. What exactly has been done in the last four years that has moved us forward as a country? This is not a question to compare Trump with Biden. Um, Biden hasn't taken office yet. This is a real question about what has been so great over the past four years. I'm just looking for a logical perspective that's different from my own. And then one of the responses was, clearly you don't see what he's done doing and what he stands for, especially against the other side who wants to run this country straight into the damn ground. It's clear to see Trump cares for the American people. The other side clearly does not. They care about themselves and getting more money in their pockets. It's a big deal. Good versus evil kind of big deal. There's a whole shit ton of responses like that. That um, I, I'm, I'm just shaking my head going, there's so many people on here. There was one that was really good that this, this nut job. Wow. He was, um, the responses were insane to me that I just don't understand how is it that so many people as somebody was like, are you calling him a racist for which you have no proof for? I, I, I like the real right. Just like really? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've taken pictures at the end of comedy shows with white people who probably didn't like me because of the color of my skin, but they liked the content of my joke. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's funny because, you know, so today I ended up having a discussion with somebody who was uh, a Trump supporter and uh, and it, it, it really 
I mean, like we were having a serious discussion. I mean, it, to me, it was a serious discussion. But listening to what this person believed in, um, I was just like, wow, you know what? Because um, my opinion is this: everything with the way that everything this country has been going, this is who we have. This is what you're voting for. But forget the voting part. The president of the United States told you guys months ago that if he had lost the election, then the election was rigged. He told you guys that months ago, which in my opinion is loser talk. You know what I'm saying? So, and that was a seed he planted in your heads and you guys collectively fell for it. He said that if I lose, then it, as a matter of fact, I had to go back. He even told North Carolina to vote twice, but whatever, nonetheless. He's trying to read, he's trying to overturn an election with no proof. Right. You know, every, uh, there, there's no proof that there, and, and the thing is, if you're telling me that Biden did this, is, is the, 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 the man behind the, I was like, you're giving him way too much credit. First of all, I don't even think he's that bright, first of all, to rig an election. You know what I'm saying? I, I really don't. I don't think he's that smart. And then people are like, well, Look at President Trump's Twitter followers versus Biden's Twitter followers. I'm like, have you seen Trump's Twitter followers? Most of those people don't even like him. So that so his Twitter numbers are is it proof that there's a rigged election? 80 million people voted for this. There, this is a, a record number of people that voted uh, in this election. Uh, yes, Trump had his super rallies, spreader rallies, and then Biden, who actually, I mean, had cars parking cars six feet apart from each other, honking while he's speaking at like a football field parking lot for crying out loud. You know what I'm saying? So that doesn't mean that, like, that doesn't mean that Biden is not popular. It's just people were being safe. People were probably watching from their homes. But nonetheless, you have, you have a guy who doesn't want, who is just clinging to power. As a matter of fact, Trump even said to him, oh, I should get a third term. Mm -hmm. Like the, this, this man is power hungry. Of course, hey, nobody likes to lose, <laughs> but he lost right. this election. He 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 lost this election, and and the reason why, I mean, if this was any anybody else, I think that oh, any other president would have just been like, yep, he won, concede. But this president has a lot to lose after he gets out. And the sad thing that, how many times have you guys argued with somebody? Well, I shouldn't say argue, talk to somebody who's a Trump supporter and they called you a sheeple or they called you sheep because of what you believe in. Meanwhile, you have people who are donating money to his defense fund because they believe that he that this that this was rigged, but they can't even tell you right. why because right. they don't have yeah. proof either. I'm like, well, who the fuck are you calling a sheep when you're the one that's giving your hard-earned money? Right. You're broke anyway. I you're giving your heart. I, I have to point this to one out. A, this blows me away. This no, blows ahead. me away. This was one of the response. How about our economy? For starters, and how about a president who loves this country decided to take that shitty job without a paycheck? Why don't you start questioning all the politicians, Republicans, and Democrats who were worth nothing before they took that job and now are multimillionaires? Why don't, don't you start asking those questions? Okay, first of all, I have to point out Anytime I've ever scrolled through social media and I see somebody who is uh, all up in arms and fired up, you can't spell for shit. Use some fucking punctuation if you're going to try and make a point before you show your idiocy Be on, on there. I'm not saying that I'm good. I'm perfect. But you know what? At least check your fucking spelling. And you are is <laughs> your Y-O-U right. apostrophe R-E. Your is Y-O-U-R. It's the simplest goddamn thing you can right. fucking put on in any kind of... Anyway, hey, Marianne, just, are, are you getting it, all these from I, the, the douche trucks group? <laughs> no, this is something that I actually have this person on my fucking Facebook oh, as a friend. I don't even know how she's my friend. As comics, we have people that, and we look and see who the... the um, similar friends are and I'm like oh okay usually if it's a female I'm usually a little bit more apt to accept their friend request than I am some dude that I don't know but I also take a look and see what kind of friends we have in common and this person to be such a staunch it's not even I can't even say that it's a Republican versus Democrat it's just this 
this gun toting, which by the way, yes I am. I'm a pistol packing mama. I get it from the backwoods. I get it. But you fucking ignorant people who are thinking poor Trump, you know, and, and this get no paycheck from it. The fuck he didn't. You guys are so goddamn stupid. It's ridiculous. No wonder you spell your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Because you don't even fucking look a little bit deeper. He said he's not taking a paycheck. How many of us have checked? How many? Who's he giving the money back to? Anybody ask? Has anybody seen that money? No, you haven't. Because he's fucking taking the goddamn paycheck. Not only is he taking that $400,000, you stupid fucks, he's making money from his position. Oh, I don't know. Let's right. say the Social Security office in New York, um, in Washington D.C., they were supposed to build them a brand new office. Remember this one? They were supposed to build them a brand new office, like five, six blocks away. He killed that. He killed it. Why? Because their office right now is across the street from what? A Trump-owned hotel. And for them to move would take millions of dollars away from him. So tell me about your piddly ass four hundred thousand dollars a year. That's like me saying, "Oh no, I didn't take your, I didn't take your fifty thousand dollar a year job. I'm gonna give back the money." And nobody see you're not doing any further figuring out that I'm making ten million dollars on the back door that you're not fucking looking at because you're too goddamn too. Well, she's such a good woman. Did you know she does that job for free? <laughs> She's so amazing. Well, we should just send her a thank you card. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the things I've noticed with with people who are like pro Trump is that all the things that they accuse the liberals of being are the things that 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 uh, Trump is doing and and his people, his administration. These are the things that they're yeah. doing. They're dis, they're dishonest. They're disrespectful. They're, I, I don't, I haven't seen anything. That he's that that he legitimately has done. He has taken he's taken ownership of things that were already in place before he took office. That yeah, I well, you know he happened to me. You know he 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 came up with this uh the whole vaccine right. You know that was him. Oh he he he's asking he wants oh. credit for that. I'm like, why do you I want credit? Why do you want me. credit for a vaccine that you thought was a hoax? Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. that's the 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 uh, Clark Quarry Queen or whatever yeah. the fuck it was called. That was something that he had like investments in, or his it was part of one of his companies or some shit. So, and and a normal person, a normal healthy person, cannot take that without having side effects. I have two friends that have lupus. They take it for lupus. They told me, hey, if President Trump was taking that, especially at his age. Uh, he'd be in the hospital by now. And they were like, here, I'll even put it to you like this. If you or me was to have, take, uh, have taken many doses of it, we'd be sick and we'd be hospitalized. So they're, they're debunking it. And right. it's already had been debunked. So it only goes to show that, because people, you, you saw people are like, oh yeah, this is, you know, Trump. No, like stop, start thinking for yourself. Whether you're right. liberal, whether you're conservative, start right. thinking exactly. for yourself. Because even I, yeah, because even I am not dumb enough to try a fucking medication because a president who doesn't have, who has this much of a medical degree says so. I wouldn't even let him administer me a Band-Aid and some fucking triple antibiotic ointment, okay? (laughs) Seriously? No, he would would give, Marianne, he would give you a rubber band with me. I am a doctor. Well, here you know, you know, Marianne. If you uh, take that band, uh, that that gauze, and that rubber band, and wrap it around really tight around that wound, you'll be fine. Never mind the fact that your finger will you know, you'll cut off all the blood supply to the end of the finger, and it'll fall off yeah. and rot and die. But that's okay. Your finger will be fine. You'll you'll, hey. you'll fix that that. That's 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 what you get for taking medical advice from somebody who doesn't have a medical degree. Right. Yes. I don't have a I don't I don't have a law degree <clears throat> yet, but still I get three AM phone calls like, Hey man, I just you know, I, I I'm I'm about to go to jail for drunk driving. I'm like, Why the fuck are you calling me? <laughs> Call a lawyer, like I I can't do nothing for you. Right. Like yeah. what the fuck, man? Aren't you going to law school? Yeah, yeah. not that for that kind of law, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> well 
I'm like, I'm, and then like I turn on my lights and I look around. I'm like, yo, I don't have a law degree hanging in my living room. So no, no, I'm not. Yes, I know stuff about the law, but it's illegal. It's it's not. Uh, it's not. It's unethical for me to give you legal advice. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I always tell people, why are you why are you waking me up in the morning when you can wake up? You're not paying me at all Google to wake shit, me up at three in the morning. <laughs> Yeah. Like if you're, yeah, like if you're waking me up at three in the morning, uh, I mean, unless you're having like a serious issue, that's not. I mean, hey, I need someone to talk to. Okay, fine, but don't wake me up three in the morning when I'm not even billing you any billable hours. Like, I'm fucking, don't wake me up three in the morning asking me for legal advice. I'll yeah. just tell you, I'll just be like, well, looks like you're going to jail on bad judgment alone because I can't help you. <laughs> well, you know that. Maybe why all these people that were listening to Trump when he now says, "Oh, I was only kidding when I told people to ingest." It was just a joke. Yeah, they should know that. Oh my god! You're a fucking joke. I I feel so bad from like the dude from the the spokesperson from like the Lysol company who's like, "Wait, wait, wait! You want me to go out and tell the public what now?" (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, wait, 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 hold on a second. You want me to go out and tell people that they're not supposed to... Ing- wait, is, is this a joke? Where's the camera at? Like, what the, like where's Acid Kutcher at? Like, are we, right. They're like, no, we, we, we need you to go out there and actually issue a statement so we don't get sued later. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, if I was that guy, I'd be like, wait, I, I, I just picture him like having shots of Jack, right? And just be like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like I could do this, I, I I could do this drunk and still what? Just he's like I can't believe I got to tell people that they should not do what. Like he's like I don't even know how to. I never thought I'd have to say this. I don't even know how to write it. How do I write something like this out and tell adults? You know, you could tell a five year old, hey, don't drink the stuff underneath the sink. But I got to tell like middle aged people and certain supporters of one guy that. I would just be like, hey, dear, dear dumb shits. Uh, it's on our label. Do not ingest. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't say that Trump will be doing it to try and eliminate his, because they're stupid enough to follow him, because they're stupid enough to vote for him. He, he, should, he should be the one going, whoa, whoa, I was just kidding, y'all. I'm, n- pay attention to the Mr. Yuck sticker. Why, why don't we have Mr. Yuck stickers anymore? We need to implement Mr. Yuck stickers again so that these adults stop drinking this shit. <laughs> Bring back Mr. Uh, Yuck. 2020. Uh, gonna, did you? I'm going to tell you the same thing I told a friend of mine. Trump is the biggest most so far. He, he is probably one of the... I'll hand him this. I'll, I'll give this to him. One of the greatest pimps I've ever seen <laughs> in the political arena. True. Why? No, no, he is. Because what do they do? I mean, he has mind fucked his supporters like pimps do, like 16, 17 year old guys and girls, man. Yep. They mind fuck you and they're just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll take care of you, man. Just just follow me. I'll make sure that you're okay. And deep down, they don't give a fuck about you. And, and I've always said this. I don't give a shit about politics or politicians because they don't give a They give a fuck about their bottom right. line and their um, their constituents. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's fine if you believe one person versus another. I, I don't care. But at the same time, it's when it comes to somebody such as Donald Trump and as many supporters as he has, and I've said this again, this race should yeah. not have been close in the yeah, way that scary. he has handled this country. And somebody told me, and somebody told me this, and I wholeheartedly believe this, what this election has showed us is what who yeah. our neighbors are. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. I, I, the other thing I was going to say, did you guys see the story I posted about like the, the QAnon people think that uh, JFK Jr. is coming back on July 4th next year? Um, the only way he's coming back is if somebody digs him up on July 3rd and then parades him somewhere around like, there. The weekend of Bernie style. Right. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a lot worse. Yeah. We get like somebody want to grab that finger; it just fell off. <laughs> Did that yeah. make it out of his nose? That's... Oh man! But yeah, I, it, was, I, it was a story posted on yeah, Rolling I Stone. I, I was just like, they were thinking that this other guy is like, actually. Junior guy. 
Didn't he like die in a plane crash or something back in the nineties? <laughs> How the fuck is he coming back? <laughs> so, all right, we're getting towards the end here. We got like like a minute and a half left. Um, yeah. You guys, any any last thoughts? Uh, no, actually, this was a great podcast. Uh, fun as Thank usual. You. Welcome Sorry. back, there, I know I've been very flaky lately. It's Not okay. my intention. It's um, okay. Life has been very crazy. Um, I do have kind of a, like, everybody try, when everything gets really bad and we start getting really depressed, try and remember that this isn't going to last forever. Things will be better. And we will be able to one day go back into theaters and catch live entertainment. And we will be able to have our lives back. It's going to take a little bit, but, you know, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Take it easy. If you're struggling, then so is everybody else. And try and remember to to try and be kind to others. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Later. Thanks See you guys. See you guys us. next week. All right. Thanks for tuning into another episode of "It's Not About You" with Jamal and Marianne. Be sure to check them out on Facebook. At Not About You Pod. That's N O T A B O U T, the letter U P O D.